abhi what what's the most recent j horror thing though that came about i don't I, know like was it a dead train totally it's dead like dead no. Koreda has made a career out of making family dramas. Yeah, Koreda has been making the same films over and over again. This I will include because I I know Simon absolutely hates Broker, which I understand because I also don't think it's a great film. Simon, have you seen uh, that mini series of his which came out on Netflix, Makanai? No, 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 no. I yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I have Ooh, heard good I'm... things, but I don't know. I haven't seen it. You guys have you guys have seen the Shin Godzilla and all that stuff? What yeah, is... yeah, lovely, great, oh, great oh. stuff. Great stuff, yeah. Shin, Shin Godzilla, Godzilla, Ultraman, and uh, yes. you saw Kamen Rider. Shin Kamen Rider, ha. Huh? Shin Kamen Rider. You saw Kamen Rider. Yes, yes, yes. I, I liked it quite it. a bit. Yeah, uh, I, I liked it, but a uh, little story is better. Yeah, yeah. It's not as great as Ultraman. I don't think it is as accessible as uh, Shin Godzilla. Okay. Uh, didn't uh, Simon? Didn't you hate it, Simon? Shin Godzilla, I hated. Shin Ultraman, yes. I. Liked. Okay. I don't know how you can hate Shin Godzilla when it is literally referencing the exact themes of the 1955 ka Godzilla. That's literally what it is doing. <laughs> isn't this so the boring? Isn't this yeah. by the director of uh, Ritual? This is by ah, the director no. of Evangelion and Ritual. Right? Hideyako Ano, right? Ano Ano. Ah, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. I need to movie, see more of his stuff because I love Ritual. Movie which is coming. Movie which is coming of Godzilla, which I like, which I'm very curious about. Not the Apple TV Plus ka series, which I. There's a series. Yeah. Oh yeah, there is a series called Monarch. Okay, which is basically connecting the uh uh the Godzilla. Kong Skull Island, Godzilla vs Kong, all that mythology into a single show or something. Kurt Russell is in it. Wyatt Russell is in it. Apple has spent a shit ton of money in it, and it looks great. You see the trailer. The CGI Who's making great. it? I don't exactly remember. I have the screeners. I will watch it soon. <laughs> so yes, anyway, yeah. Uh, like... Yeah. No, no. But the Japanese Godzilla, which is coming this year, Godzilla minus one, I think. Oh my yeah. god. That I'm very excited about. That looks great. Hmm. Very excited about that. So yeah. Okay. On that note, I think hmm. I should introduce what we are actually going to talk about, which is not Godzilla. Ah, uh, but okay. Hello, hello, hello. I actually never mind. Sorry. Ah, uh, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to today's podcast. Uh, we are recording straight after, well, a day after our Exorcist live stream. So excuse any uh, underpreparedness or uh, <laughs> tiredness that has seeped into me and Amartya especially. Uh, because uh, I think Amartya is especially exhausted after watching a lot of stuff and writing about it. And I'm just a bit overwhelmed by how much uh, podcasting I think I've done in the past whatever week or two. Uh, but yes, we are here. to talk about a very interesting topic and i think if the topic wasn't this i think i might have be pushed to delay this but uh, it's a wonderful topic initiated by amartya and joining us is the person who we first discussed are this formatted Japanese. sort of i think we yeah. that was our first formatted 
big topic yeah, yeah, thingy yeah. right this is the japanese cinema that was a, that was a great episode by the way yeah, yeah the, I, i enjoyed that episode. yeah the introduction yes yeah. yes i think the, yeah. that was Rash, roshman um, uh, oh my god in the yes i forget <laughs> <laughs> something i did try to forget yes. and uh, drive my car i think that those drive three were the ones we we talked about which is pretty broad but we have finally returned with simon uh, last time at least for the episode that has been released simon was with us in dogma right i think that was the last one simon we did yeah. 19 right? august something else listening to that oh wow yeah. okay okay yeah. so yes i mean i've kind of plugged these two in any case but i think this forms a nice you can see how we've sort of gone from discussing this and now we are going to a super specific uh japanese well move i don't know if i want to call it a movement but it's sort of part of a bunch of films that sort of released during the late 90s and early 2000s i think and that sort of yeah. defined a and lot of the in. and fits in with the current theme anyway which is horror yes. month yes of october yes. so uh, of course halloween and everything we are not just talking out of our asses uh, and like introducing which this topic which we usually like to do but anyway no our topics are generally not out of the, out of our asses <laughs> i think we talk yeah. in general about them really out of asses anyways Uh, yeah uh, which we apparently are good at it i don't know how anyway yes yeah. but but anyways the j horror is our topic for today and because i am actually the amateur in this and i have yet to sort of cover a lot of ground i'm going to hand or whatever tell simon to take charge and introduce us to the world of j horror and sort of you know the key figures the themes the sort of its origins essentially and before we dive into three films the same format which we again talked we originated yes. in the earlier thing so the three films before simon goes into de- describing a lot of the j horror trends and what it sort of how it began and everything um we are the three films we'll be talking about are audition by takashi miike 1999 uh then we'll be talking about satoshi kon's uh perfect blue perfect blue 1997 97 yeah and then finally we're going to talk about kiyoshi kurosawa's pulse 2001 so simon take it over and yes go for it introducing j horror yes so the first thing the the oldest j horror i can recommend or like start this episode with is dinosuke uh, kinogata mm-hmm. a page of madness like a okay. film from 1926 okay great thing to j horror matlab it has all the elements that we will uh, see in the coming years okay uh, from the kawaidan aesthetics all those the samurai theme it was mm-hmm. all present page of mad kawaidan is folk folk tales right essentially this folk is masaki folk kobayashi folk the great folk film folk. director yes mm-hmm. yes yeah. mm-hmm. uh, then uh, i i don't uh, really recall any remarkable films until the trio of uh, j horror great oni baba oh yeah and kawaida these three released and it got like this is 1960s correct 1960s, me 1960s yeah oni baba is 60 right getsu is ah. around yeah ogens is around the same time yeah what about uh, i'll just ask what about something like koroneko which is also is it similar if you guys have heard of it i think it's the same director as oni baba yeah ha matlab it is successful but not on the level of those yes. films yes yeah okay 
and we have talked about one of them in our yes, previous podcast yes very extensively i might have yes uh-huh. so in that era kaneto shindo also joined hands koji wakamatsu and many other directors mm-hmm. in the thoughts of sexual transgression was included with mm-hmm. it okay then in in this phase uh, another great example is blind flesh is the film it, it mm-hmm. is horror with sexual in windows also included sure. what's the title again simon blind flesh right uh, blind flesh okay. okay okay then uh, after the internet boom came mm-hmm. then we have the techno horror of japan yes mm-hmm. like uh, pulse which we will discuss and mm-hmm. another tetsu or the iron man yes I have heard of this. Yes. Yes. The, tattoo, the whole series focuses on the techno horror genre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, apparently, it's apparently it's very graphic, right, sir? It it's it's very graphic. Like, uh, what is it? Man and metal combining together, or something like that, right? Metal combining, very grotesque. Got it. Body horror kind of thing. Body horror to Japan is mm-hmm. one of the best, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Uh, another director that i will recommend is shinya sukamoto okay he is the creator of pets who i think okay 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 uh, so do, so you're saying essentially from whatever you have said i'm gathering that uh, j horror is sort of been a trend from way back right i think one of the things i was reading yeah. it that that the origins are sort of in like folk tales and uh, urban sort of folk tales and japanese theater from beha- from before only like i think it, they originate from there but i think what we associate with j horror uh, or what we are associating with j horror in this episode is restricted more to the what uh, simon described as the internet age and you know the boom of the internet age and going forward i think from... more than the, i think more than the internet age i think it's the uh, more than say onibaba or any of them it's more like hmm. like what i saw from the three movies which you have seen i think it's more like a combat against modernity in a way or like a commentary against modernity more or less mm-hmm. society ka change and through that mm-hmm. the fears of people in the previous generation going to yeah. reckon with how technology and society yeah. is changing i yeah. think that's how all three of these movies i think are sharing a common link in it. yeah no i think one of the things that i i will i might link this uh, article or document whatever i had read I was reading in preparation for the episode is by Colette Balmain. I pretty 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 sure pronouncing it wrong, but uh, it's titled "Techno Horror and Urban Alienation," and it's oh, about nice. a lot of uh, you know the trends in Japan, sort of which have uh, he mentioned sort of you know motives of alienation, emptiness, isolation contained within a an apocalyptic mise-en-scene of techno horror. That sort of So something pulse, that basically pulse is essentially like the so shining essentially pulse yeah yeah but there are sort of you can sorry uh, uh, simon go ahead all these films like pulse pure or perfect blue are uh, representative of the culture like japanese <laughs> youth culture is, uh, is uh, i don't know how it's very disturbing basically because <laughs> the teen 
teens. The teens are very alienated from the society. Yeah. And they have a cultural movement. Uh, let me pronounce the name right. Mm-hmm. It's called Timori culture. Okay. Okay. This culture is totally responsible for all the techno horror or everything we are getting in which the protagonist is uh, withdrawn from the society, remains mm-hmm. sad, melancholy. Mm-hmm. That is the total result of how the youth uh, actually gets more attracted to the internet mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. doesn't want to enjoy the outer world. Yeah, that is how the directors uh, exploited in the yeah. gay horror. Yeah, I mean, again, bu- building on that only, I think some of the other things that was said in, like, you know, the contributing factors to this explosion of horror during this particular time, I think. were like public violence domestic violence erosion of family unit and it's all sort of linked with this idea of japan having the old japan having like an identity crisis of sorts because of the new age what amartya was saying about you know the fear of modernity in a sense the fear of you know uh techno techno modernity if you want to go ahead and say that like just because i think the internet plays such a big role i think in some of these films especially which we are going to discuss two of them definitely i think a mm. uh, big big uh, role but uh, yeah i think so g- give me some examples guys of like films which are sort of big big and well known from this a uh, particular branch of j horror that we're going to talk about we have like we are not going to talk about these films in detail but i think it's good to like throw names around about what you know are the I defining mean, titles and defining directors i mean cure the first mm-hmm. thing that comes to mind is uh, kiyoshi kurosawa's cure mm-hmm. which i genuinely think is a masterpiece i mm-hmm. i freaking love that movie i mm-hmm. couldn't believe how good it was it's, mm-hmm. it's it's like somebody like very simplistically oversimplified it by saying it's like seven it's a supernatural mm-hmm. uh, I mean I get get that but it's so much more than that and part of it is due to Kurosawa's own direction it's yeah. that movie is fucking fantastic movie yeah and then we have the, the big swear ones. thing uh, obliterated yeah. yes no we are, we are we are allowed you allowed sorry no, i was no, saying no then we have the two big ones <laughs> you know i get yes. the idea then we have the two big ones uh, which simon also talked about uh, the ring and uh, the grudge or yes. ringu and juan yes those two which mm-hmm. spawned a number of remakes and sequels especially in hollywood and the latest one of which i watched and was the biggest pile of nonsense i've ever seen uh and i really like the director so i was very disappointed uh the, the grudge the grudge the grudge okay nicolas pesci i think okay. that's his name yeah no i think and what i realized from this no seven go ahead uh, thank you for the heads up i won't watch it then Oh it is it is really bad like really really bad. Oh, no yes. no what i realized from all these movies which which mm. we have seen which i have seen say parts of or something is it you know japan japan is a country japan is a place as a creative place as some weird premises okay very weird premises and it's like those weird premises are the reason why their creativity booms so hugely mm-hmm. be it in live action be it in animation their creativity is so much that mm-hmm. they can and they are very courageous about the creativity that's also a thing whatever yep. batshit insane premise they have they will make something out of that batshit insane premise and yep. they will contribute to it and they will try to execute it with as much conviction as possible mm-hmm. that is yep. why those movies always work 
Yeah. The main difference what happens with all this and then the Hollywood adaptations is Hollywood always tries to Hollywood Hollywoodize it. Hollywoodize, yes, 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 yes. Oversimplification, yeah. oversimplification, uh-huh. self-aware bullshit, all that stuff. All of this. So just to caveat, I have heard good things about the uh, American remake of Ringo. The first one is quite good. By Gore Verbinski. Gore Verbinski, yeah. Yes. Because uh-huh. I saw Ringo and I thought that there were things. Yeah, I like the film, but I, there's a. It feels very uh, plot oriented in a way which detracts from you know the scariness of it. Like I know that some of them can be plotty, and we will be discussing one film particularly which is fairly plotty. Fairly uh, plotty. Uh, but uh, but no, I think with Ringu, I uh, when I saw it, I just saw it for the. I didn't see it for this episode, but I was very curious about it because I've heard so much about it. Um, it. I love the way the atmospheric sort of work in this. They are, you know, silence. They use a lot of the directors in these films use silence really well. They sort of use that to build up, build up, build up, build up. And, you know, their explosion of jump scares is pretty effective. Like a lot of them don't even use them in that, you know, very distracting way that we have now. And I think uh, Ringu sort of was benefited a lot from that, um, that tension and that explosion of... uh, actual like you know scare but uh, like that uh, but i did feel like it sort of lost itself in really trying to uh create this dynamic between characters and you know not successfully being able to do so which i again think you can apply to one film here but we will discuss mm-hmm. that uh so yes and of course because we are talking about perfect blue uh, uh people must have noticed the elephant in the room and that is anime mm-hmm. because that is the one other subgenre which we are not getting into because that is like a whole other can of worms. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll get into Perfect Blue, but that's more from yeah. a J horror lens from rather J than J horror a... lens. We are not getting into anyway because that is another huge thingy which I am mm. uh, not disparaging. I just it's so much. I like mm. anyway, but it's so much. I sometimes I am sometimes scared to even dive into. So it's yeah. like you are, have you watched a lot of anime, Simon, or no? Uh, no, I haven't watched a lot of okay. anime. Okay. My issue is that I have, because I am the 90s kid, I have grown up mm-hmm. watching some animes and everything. So I know mm-hmm. bits and pieces and I have mm-hmm. seen some animes. I still do. I said there anime yeah. I have watched. Cartoon Network. Yeah, anime. yeah. The Toonami era. Yeah, yeah. Toonami and ah, Animax era. Yeah, we have watched. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, I, have I have only watched, watched like Shinchan and Doraemon. No, those those are not the ones. <laughs> yeah, those are not the ones. So Chan was Doremon, very funny. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Doraemon and Doraemon was actually quite popular. Doremon I know, popular. I know. Doraemon was very popular. Right? Mm. Yeah. It wasn't Pogo. It was Hangama only, right? Hangama, yeah, yeah. yeah. So good old in, days. I good suppose. old days. In case of anime here, though, but uh, what I saw with Satoshi Kon and then of course with uh, Akira, it's mm. like. Even Akira, you could have put as some sort of a J-horror, even though it's not oh. exactly, but it's kind of an existential horror in a way, because mm-hmm. it is basically showing a dystopia affected, like a dystopia affected Japan after the nu- after the nuclear War. you know, mm-hmm. explosion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. from that, the existential horror which arises. So it's not that anime wasn't exploring that, but unlike say anime cartoons or animation, which is so much restricted to being a kid's version of what it is hmm. anime always was taken as a medium through which we explore other sorts of subgenres as 
nuance as in a nuance to as weird as possible it could mm-hmm. yeah so yes also to uh, plug in uh, what amartya said about the weirdness of the japanese culture mm-hmm. there is a famous yon sono called suicide club oh yeah that he is also i mean i don't know how much we should be talking about him but uh, uh he is a part of the uh, horror he is he is a, he has a prominent name one of can, the many prominent names i feel um, can battle royal be put into j horror or is it more action can you more action more action right more yeah. action like a, a, again for drawing from the article a number of names that were mentioned i mean Miki, of course, who we are going to talk about. Ringu is directed by Hideo Nakata, who also made. I've seen another film of his. It's very similar in tone. Uh, then Ringu, the t- first two first two movies in the Ringu series was directed by him. Nakata. Okay, okay. And then there's Takashi Shimizu, who we're not going to be talking about. Like his films, I don't. I forgot the titles which were there. Uh, I think the other title also mentioned, which I've not seen, but I don't know if you guys have, is One Missed Call by Takashi Miki. Two thousand three. No. That's a big sort of it's title. Bad. It's bad. I mean, uh, no, it's not. Good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 He means so, dismissive means it's really not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like uh, the fall of Kakashi Miike. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Anyways, I mean, considering but, but, the fact that he has so many movies in his docket hmm. at this point, which part was his fall anyway? He's still making stuff. Yeah. He, But you have. It's uh, like Japan ka RGV. I am doing the I am doing the RGV segment here already. He, he, I no one can fall that much. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, you guys have provided a good transition point, so we will move on to the first film of, for our discussion, which unfortunately I didn't get to rewatch. I really wanted to rewatch it because I do think it's pretty ridiculously good. Yes. Is uh, audition by Takashi Miike. This is nineteen ninety nine. It's written by Daisuke Tengen or Tengan, who based it on audition written by Ryu Murakami. This is not mm-hmm. to be confused with Haruki Murakami. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while editing, you can cue in the Kirikiri sound. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I will hundred percent. I'll, but I'll have to place it very like you know. Clever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's see. Anyways, the premise of the film for whoever is not aware. I think the IMDb actually for once does a great job of putting the premise out, which are used from there. Here's is, the uh, fun part. Here's the fun part. It's better hmm. not to know the premise. No, no, no. I think they do a good job of you know balancing it. So essentially, it's yeah. a widower takes an offer to screen girls at a special audition arranged for him by a friend to find him a new wife. The one he fancies is not who she appears to be after all. I think that's a pretty good way of you know maintain still maintaining the. Ambiguity of how the film moves. Uh, yeah, but for yes. many, uh, yeah, for many Indian men, for many Indian men, this is their worst nightmare if they are going <laughs> to arrange marriages. This is the worst nightmare. This movie. <laughs> also, also for Tinder dates, also. Also for Tinder dates and also for online dating and everything. This is the. This, worst this is this nightmare. is this is sort of thing that's ex- essentially become much more of a prominent thing in in uh, today's society in some ways, right? Like it's. Such a so. By the way, for whoever's not seen it, please see it before we discuss it. Because of course, we're going to talk spoilers. You can't talk about we, this film without spo- talking spoilers. Yeah, we can't talk about this film without talking spoilers. So if you hmm. haven't seen it, I will recommend please see it. Uh, if you are very squeamish, you have been warned. <laughs> They are <laughs> <Mutilation>. hushed up. <laughs> Mutilation warning. 
Yes. <laughs> There's yes. stuff in this. <laughs> There is stuff in this. But uh, yes, I mean, uh, we can start with just experiences of watching for the first when you first watch the film. I feel that's a good way to I think talk about audition because it's such a. I don't know. The a... first stuff felt like a bloody rom romantic movie or whatever. I was like, what is happening a here? A creepy romantic oh, movie, I'd say. Like there's creepy yeah. undertones to it. Yeah. 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 And I can separate the film in three parts. Like the first, a very uh, warm uh, relationship between a father and a son. Then yes. we have the uh, uh, yes, <laughs> his father's love love life, the fa- father's love life. Yes, which yeah. is where the creepiness uh, comes to. Yeah. By love life, you mean quote unquote love life. <laughs> That's... Love life. Then yes. After that. Uh, fateful honeymoon, everything falls apart. Yes. yes, by falls apart means actually is sensationally good watching the film. Annihilated. It's literally annihilated. It's like somebody <laughs> threw a nuclear bomb at the relationship. <laughs> uh, another fun part of what, uh, audition is it, it. It was one of my first memorable Japanese movie that I watched. Mm. Oh yeah, you have told me this. Your first Japanese movie was audition. I'm like, audition. yeah. <laughs> I like I want to watch horror horror guys <laughs> so what what was the genre torture porn what yeah. torture porn yeah but I so I, I okay yeah. interesting that you call, call upon that cuz this has parts of it or like like you know it is slightly that but it's I wasn't so it's one of those you know tonal swings I think I remember it as that where I, I had known about the kirikiri thing a little bit but I I had sort of forgotten about it when I was watching it right and it begins and i had heard complaints and this is the type of film in which critics have called it both misogynistic and feminist so you can kind of make your own way through it and decide whatever I mean, you want to call it i mean i mean it's i mean it's kind of like the difference in the halves also right because huh, it is with the creepy bow of it all who is searching for a woman like she's a fish in a fish market kind yes. of kind of it's kind of like the movie that was in <laughs> टारकॉफ्ट की मूवी डायलॉग है इज इट ओके ओके सो थिंग अबाउट दैट इज इफ यू लुक एट इट फ्रॉम दैट परस्पेक्टिव एस टू वाई हीज एक्चुअली सिलेक्टिंग अ वुमेन एंड ऑल ऑफ इट इट इज मैम इट्स ऑब्वियस दैट इट इज मिसिस्टिक any sane person who will look at it mm-hmm. and uh, that is why i'm saying it's nightmare fuel for anybody who is a uh, current single man who who is look whose parents are looking for marriage as abartya speaks this he is looking essentially at a screen which also acts as a mirror <laughs> and yes. reflections yes yes thankfully thankfully i'm still not at the stage and by that i'm i'm crossing my hands yeah thank yes yeah. but then again the feminist angle of it is of course when the switch happens and mm-hmm. i always have a i always have a criticism regarding when all these type of switches happen and when the switches become shocky now i am going to compare this with the very recent movie that came i out know which is, one you're going to i knew you were going to bring this up i think i'm correct but go ahead yeah i was going to talk about fair play have you seen fair play oh never mind sorry which i was wrong you, which movie Bar- were you thinking barbarian Oh barbarian no 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 a barbarian barbarian swing is way too wild it's like he couldn't he couldn't uh, maintain the strong strength sure, sure. i was going to, yeah i was going to talk do not spoil it considering i have not seen it yeah yeah okay 
I'm going to talk about fair play and I'm not spoiling this also. But fair play, fair play is like uh, there are increments, okay, to how the tension is building and everything. It's a workplace mm-hmm. drama and the relationship evolution and all that stuff. How the movie ends, mm-hmm. okay, it's pretty. It's quite violent how the movie ends, okay, <laughs> and. For some degree, you will think that it is ultimate catharsis. If you ask mm-hmm. anybody, you will say that mm-hmm. it is ultimate catharsis. For me, mm-hmm. it did not feel like ultimate catharsis. It's a satisfactory mm-hmm. ending, but it's not ultimate catharsis because mm-hmm. I felt that the ending became schlocky. Mm-hmm. And that's my point. Uh, in audition, when the swing happens, the swing happens so drastically, it becomes completely schlocky. And by that point, I'm like, oh, oh, we are going there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, we are going there. Mm-hmm. Like you are not yeah. handholding me or anything. You are not telling me that it is real. It's basically just like it's the. I think I remember this correct. You can of course correct me. I, it's a a lot of it. I'm trying to draw from memory because I saw it a while back, but I do remember this one sequence. I think Simon mentioned it, the honeymoon sequence, right? And there's a sort of vanishing that takes place after that. And yes. And the film sort of basically it's like someone pulls a plug out. Essentially, so <laughs> yes, yes. you you like it's the whole thing, right? Like you are going in this one mode, and someone just like totally yanks you out of it. And I was just like, you do either again what Amartya said, either you go with it or you sort of go what the whatever. Like yeah. I'm not with what it at all. Thursday. Yes, I'm like, but I was like, okay, so you have done this, and I have totally gone with it, and I'm totally like yeah, you know, yeah. into this whole uh, thing. And I think. it sort of reveals a lot of layers about the woman's character like how she's been treated and how that how she's sort and of channeling like that and like yeah and like how simon says if he wants to divide it into three acts he can do that because mm-hmm. each and every three act each and every act is punctuated by a flashback to a scene of the woman which we learn mm-hmm. is the woman mm-hmm. uh in a separate space alone in a yellow colored room yellow light yellow lit room Mm-hmm. you know whispering whispering to a uh, i think it was to a sack and <laughs> those are the only moments where you were you know given a hint as to what we are witnessing isn't exactly mm-hmm. what is going to happen yeah so those are the three you know kind of uh, jump cuts in a way which could divide those acts mm-hmm. so yeah. in a way mike mike kind of is easily does it but yeah i have to say that that transition was weird it's like that shift was goddamn weird <laughs> yeah no and i think doesn't uh, mean it doesn't work it works mm-hmm. fabulously but i'm just saying mm-hmm. it was very weird <laughs> yeah yeah uh, also i think it shares a very weird similarity to rashomon okay uh, mm-hmm. because rashomon maybe uh the female uh, dominates the male at the end yes mm-hmm. yes yes in yes. audition also this happens the perspective ka thing is also there no like you're yeah, flipping between kind of like that yes 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 so it's a it it is playing at that idea of perspective sort of flipping around not in the way i think as layer peeling not like uh, rashomon yeah, i think yeah, but more yeah, like yeah. Uh, layer it's like again layer tearing <laughs> rather than peeling i guess because it's yeah. tearing one layer yeah. and then you know or just or just flipping the perspective flipping. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. just like yeah Also, there's an element. Oh God! I, oh God! I have Janet Jan Blaine. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, you had to bring that here <laughs> in this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Simon, you were saying? 
the child abuse or something like that. Yes, yes, because that, that, that yeah, was because, also a catalyst yeah, yeah. for a movie in the mm-hmm. final. The final sequence is, uh, let's just say, disturbing uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and a brilliant, and, brilliant sequence. Because uh, I haven't seen a torture porn film so effective in doing that. Otherwise, you will just get mm-hmm. bored if you watch another film. But I, I correct me if I'm wrong, Simon. The torture porn element in this, like, it's not like the blood is. You know, it's it's almost like a very uncomfortable position you are in, also as a viewer, because yeah. you kind of. I, I'm not sure if you sympathize with the woman's character in this, but you have a slight, whatever edge Empathizing. of. Hmm. A little bit of a connection with her because you see, you she's sort of you know been given this treatment throughout her life, yeah. But then what she does to the man is also extremely violent and extremely you know out of bounds. And I was like, I don't know if you should punish him like this. Like this is a bit excessive. So it's like juggling with your sympathies. I feel. I think torture porn in general though forgets about largely is about you know. The bad the, torture porn. The bad mm. torture porns. <coughs> saw sequence. <coughs> the bad torture porns which are there. You know, isn't bad. The sequence are or like say uh, Eli Roth's Hostel. Those uh-huh. movies. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. those but, movies, the bad torture porns forget about the human emotions involved in uh, it or anything. They just want to focus on the violence on the. Group. Yeah, it's the flu- uh, well. It's about one type of fluid. Yeah, it's a superficiality catharsis through yes, 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 yeah, bodily fluids and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Correctly, but, like in the hmm. final scene, uh, does she sedate the man with something? Because he doesn't scream much while he's doing that. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. she she sedates him first, and then she he wakes up to him sawing his leg off. If I'm not wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah, warned yeah. you before, yeah. So the sewing the leg off is. Please don't. Uh, that is exactly what happens. So I can't really like <laughs> tiptoe around that. Uh, but but I also think, and I'm not again disparaging this this movie or anything. But I'm just reminded that all these movies with all these traumatic, similar traumatic characters, mm-hmm. and to show that these people, especially women characters. You know, mm-hmm. there is a reason, there is a reason why, why mm-hmm. so many activists and so many, you know, protests are going on now that mm-hmm. women characters haven't been shown in film with a better light, especially in movies like this. Because whenever you're trying to show trauma, all of these traumas are always related to sexual assaults and all of them. And while Takashi Miike's audition has some parts of it which you can explain or just rub away. Yep. In later cases, in future movies and everything, those are very mm. lazily handled. You yeah, know? it's like it's like a emotional trauma required. Gusa do ek, gusa do ek female put a sexual assault or something, or just a preaching trope. Any of oh, that. Oh, you mean you mean irreversible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Simon, exactly. did you like? Do you like that movie? And I just uh... I love them. I I okay. like the movie, but. It was nonsensical. A seventeen-minute sequence. Ah, yes. Exactly right. That's that's what I'm talking about. And it's like taken for granted. Like, okay, it's taken for on. it's taken for granted. It's becoming glorification just because for calling quote unquote art. Again, I'm not blaming audition for this. I'm just saying it becomes a trend, and it is very yes, troubling yes. once you start yeah, looking course, at that. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, and Not I can balance out uh, the what I I should say. A female empowering a man. Not many people, not many directors can do it masterfully, just mm-hmm. like how Audition did. 
ट for people for some people it is one thing and the other for the other it is something else because i think that's really where you know at that split if a film is yeah, if a film's ability to do that i feel is very remarkable in some senses and i think uh, audition does it in a way that does play with your sympathies it's not you know just doing yes. it in a sort of empty gesture hand sort of way and um i think that's and i think one of the things which we will sort of we'll move on to perfect blue i think after this but because i think one of the few things which will connect these films and i think what amartya sort of started the episode with is this sense of you know uh and that was there in that article also about the alienation in the sense that of feeling disconnected from society and in in that way adopting different means for connection and i think in audition like the opening even though it is representative of like you know the the sort of misogynist attitude in a way where you know what you guys said about in the trends and whatever like how you can sort of easily rip, like plaster that upon today's society but it does talk talk to a sort of fundamental need or desire to connect uh, with people and i feel it's the horror that comes from well in this case miscommunication and connection uh, which i think uh, we can it morphs into something else in perfect blue so should i transition because yeah. i uh, i think i did it decently uh, it's done by it's directed by satoshi kon i think this is one of the more uh, this is probably the most popular of the three films we are discussing am i correct I, I, yeah yeah i think so yeah yeah it's an anime so because it's an anime and because it's basically been remade into a narnovsky film yeah so uh, very much uh, say this one thing ओपनरिटाइमेंटरिटाइमेंटरिटाइमेंटरिटाइमेंटरिटाइमेंटरिटाइमेंटरिटाइमेंटरिटाइमेंटरिटाइमेंटरिटाइमेंटरिटाइम
Yes. Okay. So okay. very much creative. ओके Face, mm. facial shape and expression, everything is different. It's like mm-hmm. very, very meticulously structured. And but that works very well things. into, but that works very well into the film. Ka sort of you know disconnection uh, and like I mean I know sameness doesn't equal connection, but like it 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 feels alien a lot of time. You know people yeah. with each other and sometimes. But anyway, and also, before and also because ahead. the vibrancy of Tokyo is there, right? Uh, yes. I remember there is a I remember a scene in Perfect Blue. in which there is an advertisement of a typical anime type of female you know the bug eyes red color and all that shit and mm. then the door opens and then we see normal people getting in and normal people getting out and their expression and their faces are completely different from the normal anime woman yeah. which we are seeing and then you mm-hmm. realize that both of these things are animation mm-hmm. and yet both of these things are different and how corn is differentiating from two of them yeah yeah, yeah totally i was like this is fascinating stuff no no it's absolutely and i mean for anyone who's not aware of perfect blue please again i think best to check it out first before you listen to our discussion it's very short uh, it's 1 and 1/2 hours 85 minutes 85 right? minutes 1 and 1/2 it's 1 hour 21 minutes very short exactly follow the trend please uh, and uh, it's based on perfect blue complete metamorphosis by yoshikazu tech uh, Tekoichi, I think, and uh, Satoshi Kon's film essentially is about a member of a Japanese idol group, or I think pop song group, or whatever it is, who retires from music to pursue an acting career. As she becomes a victim of stalking, gruesome murders begin to occur, and she starts to lose her grip on reality. Again, I am do- DB doing a pretty good job of uh, yeah. Uh, this first and foremost, first and foremost, I need to check this with Simon. Was Satoshi Kon Nostradamus or some shit? Because he he completely got what fandom was going to be fifteen years from now. Like after nineties, he completely well, got it. I consider him as like the best uh, director. This in is anime. insane! Mm. It's the movie was made in ninety seven. Yeah. He got he got fandom exactly right. But Amarthe, did he get it right? Because Japan at that time was like that, and basically we haven't moved on. Or is it like you know? I'm to thinking it from that perspective. That yeah, we haven't moved on. Move on, but that fandom will get modified into something else. Yes, yes, yeah. and also the pop, also that pop band, it shifted now from Japan to Korea because the yeah. K-pop, K-pop, because the K-pop mm-hmm. phenomenon, what is shown here, you know, that mm-hmm. one one member of the K-pop K-pop group goes to may have mm-hmm. an acting career or some shit like that. That faces enormous backlash mm-hmm. uh, from the fandom, mm-hmm. and that ownership and everything of the fandom that is very very prevalent. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, watching this movie, I was like, "How? How did you? How did you completely predict this? Mm-hmm. It's insane." Also, mm. uh, it is an animated movie, but if you want to watch a live-action movie, uh, yeah, the same plot. There is a film called All About Lily Shu. Mm-hmm. 
it's the same oh your favorite movie of all time all time favorite movie yeah okay that film also uh, has a similar plot line but it's not mm. that mm-hmm. yes how uh, a group of uh, teenage kids relate to a uh, artist and and her song so a lot of like celebrity and fandom sort of anxiety of that but looking at it from a a fan perspective essentially because in this it's from the celebrity's perspective uh, a lot of it uh, but yes also go ahead also imagine yeah also imagine the number of genres is yeah i mean dealing with here right mm-hmm. it's dissociation it's mm-hmm. it's dissociation with reality it's mm-hmm. identity it's confusion of identity yeah uh, it's like fear of getting into another career of course one of the yeah. things which i had noted before whenever i saw it, saw it uh, is I, that sorry go ahead simon first also like uh, it 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 also contains multiple genres like slasher ho gaya then oh yeah yeah ha uh-huh, every yeah it's a wild mix wild, wild mix of, very wild mix yeah. and a very well mixed mix that's the yeah, yeah. yeah also also is this the first anime movie which has like legit jump cuts i was i was shocked at some of the jump cuts it's like mm, i'm not sure about the history of anime so i have literally no clue about this but no like i like, i don't remember yeah. this like the transition from reality to the to the way it does it is fantastic so it's fantastic it's like mm-hmm. it's like he's putting a hand on hand on one section telling yeah. something and suddenly she's in yeah. she's in reality i don't remember jump cuts like this in anime the opening especially has this i think right the, yeah, the yeah, pre credit yeah. sequence i think is generally but yeah i think one of the main things i had noted was that there's a main tension here between real and dream of course yes. but it's so kind of like a limbo state of everything so it's sort of like pop star and actress is one limbo state then there's you know you get hard copy of fan letters and internet forums so you get like the physical and online media yes, to which yes. whatever you're getting then there's uh, adolescence and adulthood that's that transition that's happening uh for the main character and then there's real slash tv drama i think reality there's the tv drama yeah, element the, the sort of takes over and sorry sir yeah, yeah. means uh, the what we say the reality and the real and the real yeah the real and the real mm-hmm. absolutely and uh, it becomes more and more indistinguishable so it sort of like you know blurs together in a way which is also by the way yeah. also by the way for anybody for anybody who is just going there satoshi kon knew exactly what he is making because the tv show in which the woman actually goes to take part that tv show is utter trash it's like such a network <laughs> tv it's like such a network tv nonsense yes Yeah. Such an utter trash of a show. And she's like in total awe of the actress who's like able to uh, hold her own thing. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's quite interesting. Yeah, uh, that is how mirror works as a reflection or the barrier. The, this is full of mirror, mirrors and reflective surfaces, huh? Like it's like absolutely chock full of you know imagery of like screens and you have like characters just basically being. distorted their faces sort of become distorted or become multiplied in a way i think which happens especially after sort of digital media came into or the internet sort of you know came into uh, yeah. or exploded onto the Jap- japanese scene at that time and i feel there's that whole plot point which i remember is the internet age which sort of signifies the whole internet age anxiety which sort of gets multiplied in pulse uh, also, is uh, also something else which i noticed mm-hmm. is that uh, 
forks of animation some things only animation yeah. can do uh, mm-hmm. it's like uh, when the revelation of the true mimi mata the true mimi basically mm-hmm. you know who that person is mm-hmm. if you look at the person in reality she is very different from the original mimi original version of mimi right the mm-hmm. true person is an overweight overweight plus size woman and mm-hmm. the original mimi is a young pop star level person right mm-hmm. but even after the revelation the original mimi is never shown the perceived mimi is always shown as chasing chasing our protagonist the original mm-hmm. yeah chasing our protagonist and the only time she's shown mm-hmm. and this is just beautiful animation is mm-hmm. when she tries to hurt her by pushing a pencil pencil through mm-hmm. the blood comes out and the face suddenly distorts mm-hmm. and that is such, such gorgeous mm-hmm. animation i was like mm-hmm. some of this stuff only animation can do because mm-hmm. if you put cg here right or even if you try to put live action it it won't work it won't mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. another place the real face was shown in the room the first yeah. time mm-hmm. the killer is the yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah when the when the murder happens uh, in flashes in flashes mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. yeah that was yep. also well done and finally yeah. when when in the final confrontation when she chases and when she's running towards uh she shifts and she falls into the mirror the mirror breaks into shards right mm-hmm. that is again the original yes. oh. again mm-hmm. again gorgeous iconic shot image. iconic mm-hmm. iconic image i think yeah gorgeous mm-hmm. shot what a what a sensational shot and yeah. then but then then that shift again changes and she walks back she goes in the middle of the street and then we see that younger version again just plots so mm-hmm. and this shifting and this transition this smooth chan transition you can only do on the animation mm-hmm. yeah. you can't do it on you can't do it with modern techniques modern techniques mm-hmm. as much as advanced it has gotten it hasn't gotten to this stage mm-hmm. yeah it hasn't no, gotten to this stage absolutely i mean stage. yeah i mean the again uh, my memory of the film is slightly hazier than uh, than before but i think one of the few things that i was noticing was also i had noticed was how like her image essentially as a pop star and as an actress both is tarnished like from before like there's no like pure, there's nothing perfect about either of these images i remember because mm-hmm. you know the whole film is sort of structured around her being conflicted and sort of wanting to return back to that previous image which she thinks is actually you know perfect in some ways much more perfect than what she is becoming but uh, but yeah i remember the fact that there's this suggestion consistently that both are sort of very tarnished and both have you know uh been tainted in some way by the world around her so i remember that being very i mean there there's this really uncomfortable and dis- discomforting scene where uh, the rape takes place the rape is, yeah, yeah which is which which is like bit too much for an anime yeah yeah but uh, i do so i think that i remember too, that, that is too much for an anime it's like when they're showing the nude pictures right i hmm. saw the nude pictures and i was seeing the camera moving down there and i'm like hmm. and it gives just a flash and walks away and i'm like that is even too much for an anime mm-hmm. because it is not quote unquote it is not hentai you mm-hmm. you realize this is normal anime mm-hmm. so and then there is also the fact that uh, the uh, quote unquote rape scene with how it is framed and how it is structured and because she is losing her grasp in reality even the mm. audience is losing grasp as whether she whether that event is actually occurring or whether it is the, in, it happens twice no 
that yes. essentially is repeated twice once with the fan and one with the tv thing essentially because that's both her images sort of being getting quote unquote raped by whatever society yes. is at large i mean i remember i say again i'll remember it more i guess the way you talk about it but i it's such a it, the images in that film have like a very uh, strong quality to them they like stick with you always i feel but like then, in, in it's like it's a it's like strange potency that movie has some of the images i think it improves only on a rewatch only it improves oh. on a rewatch yeah, yeah. rewatch is three times uh, another scene that uh, stands out is that when mima goes to the radio station to meet her old bandmate mm. oh yeah 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 so, uh, doppelganger is inside with them and mm-hmm. she's like tell mima mm-hmm. yeah that chase sequence occurs and we see the doppelganger oh, yeah. gliding away and uh, and the real one is running yeah that sequence was very good yeah that sequence was very good and again another instance in which animation is the only way this thing could have worked mm-hmm. because if you put reality into this no way that no way does the reality stick i mean the animation is also such a great medium to talk about Anima- something yes. like uh, real and being real. conflicted between real dissociative and dissociative identity and... dissociative identity exactly exactly yeah, yeah yeah so like it thematically even the form sort of plays into it really well and uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. also also another movie. interesting yeah also another interesting this is just a trivia i don't know how much of this holds mm-hmm. it's like uh, i don't know if you guys remember uh, there is a 80s band uh, boy group called wham uh okay. jo- yeah uh 80s boy group to boy group for wham which was which had you know one of the singers because the entire volters his name is george michael mm-hmm. so ah asan now so george michael belonged to a boy band group which is called wham w h a m and then george michael basically separated himself because he wanted a solo career kind of mm-hmm. like more a more mature career for him yeah mm-hmm. more i don't even i don't think i can call it mature per se i think while working he realized that his his talent is much more that mm-hmm. he can consider a solo career mm-hmm. so it's just that when i saw the name of the girl band group jam and like if you just remember ah, yes, yes, yes. the w oh. i'm like the timing of this movie is too near for it to be just a coincidence mm-hmm. you know it's just i'm sure it would uh, thoda sa to yeah 100% must have been yeah. uh, and of course during that time the whole po- it was a very it's a it was yeah. a phenomenon also right the whole pop culture yeah boy band boy band thingy yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so i think uh, oh. and unlike audition the transition mm-hmm. in perfect blue are much more smoother like when mm-hmm. we are transitioning to the real versus fake con- confrontation it's very yeah. smooth like yeah. we don't yeah, but i feel in in something like audition the, the he is going for that really jarring you know like yeah, it's yeah. like he's and i think here the shortcuts yeah here it's more like you have to like balance it and blur the identities in a way where you kind of don't know the distinction between some of them but at times but again time, right? but again i don't remember an anime where transitions are like this like perfect hmm. blue really stunned me because some of the transitions are like you see them in live action and that mm-hmm. is very bend made live action Mm-hmm. In animation, you don't see transitions like this, especially mm-hmm. from one dream sequence to reality. To and, yeah, isn't there one sequence which has like two, three layers of dreams in this? Uh, the one where she gets up two, three times. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. this one is also repeated in Paprika. Mm-hmm. I remember the Paprika dream. Mm-hmm. That dream within a dream within a dream. 
yeah that's the whole inse- that's why it's the og inception right that's what i thought yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Or how many iconic images are there in perfect pitch? Like every yeah, yeah. the bathtub sequence. The oh. reason, mm-hmm. the reason why I'm going to slander Aronofsky here. I'm sorry. The reason why Aronofsky bought the rights to perfect pitch is because of that bathtub sequence. Mm. Mm. Uh, he basically kind of took inspiration for the bathtub sequence in Requiem for a Dream, and mm. then he wanted to take that inspiration, so he bought the rights to the movie. And I'm like. Well, at least you know how to cover your tracks. That's good for you, I guess. Then <laughs> he didn't even credit Satoshi uh, Kon, right? Did he not? I thought he openly credited Perfect Blue and everything. No, I think he credited him later, and I later. think Satoshi Kon, Satoshi Kon met him. I think Satoshi Kon met ah. him at one point in two thousand one okay. or something. Satoshi Kon had met Aronofsky. Okay, okay, okay. okay Just okay. imagine what Satoshi Kon would have done was alive. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh, who forget about Hayao Miyazaki? There's no way. <laughs> I hate. Yeah, the film. You hate Hayao Miyazaki? I don't think it's that bad. Wow, yeah, that's a bold oh, statement. Now that's hot out. take. Now that's huh. hot take. Now that's a hot take. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, another hot take I missed is that uh, the trio of horror films that we talked about, Kawaida, Nugetsu, and Onibaba, they are bad. Uh, yeah, that yeah. is not true. Because quite on, I will vouch for being very good. Ugetsu, uh, so, I will. I will have to see those. Ugetsu, Ugetsu, I need to rewatch. But Oni Baba is bad, really, Simon. I've heard so many great things about it. Oni Baba is the o- only film that I will rewatch again, and I'm like guilty pleasure type movie, but nothing. Really? Okay. So listen, I'm a big Kawaidan fan, and I'm a big uh, Masaki Kobayashi fan in general, from whatever I've seen. So Kawaidan well, and Lem. I am, but that's not a criticism. I sleep during a lot of movies. <laughs> no, no, it's in a bad way. First, so after that film, you can be intense. In the horror film, I no, it's with Quaidan. I can understand why people will not love it, but personally, I can. I will say I really did like it. But I am also a person who loves anthology films in general, or like you know these small whatever short stories okay. bungled together uh, by one filmmaker. Kaneto Shindo is the writer of Ugetsu or Onibaba. Kaneto Shindo is for Onibaba because for Ugetsu it's uh, me Mizaguchi. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. oh uh, I I don't like Kaneto Shindo because I wa- recently watched his another film which is associated with Pink Van Pink film. I yes. So okay, confirmed. so that's uh, this was supposed to be a very happy and non-hot take episode, considering we like all these films. But yes, we have thrown I mean, essentially. Have Sa- I mean, you have Simon. I think he is Simon. <laughs> the... Yeah, the Gauntlet on three uh, very po- good, very well-renowned '60s horror. You really like Woman in the Dunes, right, Simon? Or no, you don't like that also? No, I haven't watched that. Oh, you haven't? Okay, watch it. It's fantastic. Uh, anyways, uh, yes. So I will. This is uh, this is something which I should put at the start of the episode, right? So that people I get hooked into it. <laughs> you should uh, edit my voice and put. It. <laughs> <laughs> that will get more. I will. Uh, yeah, exactly. Starting with the hot takes and then basically proceeding with the with the niceness, I suppose. Yes. Anyways, we should transition. That I think. About, uh, okay. Never mind. Yes. Sir. The last thing about this Japanese horror, film, especially the good one, what is mm-hmm. up with the sound design? It is equally terrifying. What is up like with the sound design? The way they oh. play with the sound, mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. terrifying. 
in yeah. both of these movies like in audition we recognize the kiri 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 sound oh yeah <laughs> yes yeah. iconic we, we it's not about recognizing sound I mean, we can't forget that sound we can't forget that sound yeah. we we get terrified then <laughs> <laughs> you talk about perfect to that uh, uh, title like virtual numa it will be yes. mm-hmm. and it's like uh, perfect blue is like one of those animes like uh, this late 90s animes which are like so influential But they mm. are like so influential; they become cornerstone. People forget about their origins, but they are that much influential. Like Ghost in the Shell, yes. Ghost in the Shell's Ghost in the Shell's soundtrack, like the first opening. Oh, amazing! Mm. Beautiful, gorgeous title track. Mamuro People don't know that it's from Ghost Mamuro in the Shell. Mamuroshi, yeah. I I love Angel's Egg. Yeah, yeah, Angel's Egg. Yeah, yeah, Angel's Egg is also one weird okay, movie. Angel's Egg is one weird movie. I have no idea what the hell was happening in that movie. <laughs> yeah, but we like weird here, uh, yes. mostly. Mostly. Uh, yeah, I I think we have two boys afraid haters here, so I can say that that type of weird doesn't click with some of us. No, 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 no. no. That type of weird is look some weird we can understand, some weird we can't. Boys afraid weird, we are like you are trying to. Boys afraid don't care. Bad. It's shit, Simon. Don't be so polite. It's shit. That <laughs> is one of my favorite. So I just thought that polite. ट्रांसिशनिंग better choice for this type of episode than uh, pure simply because i think it's it's the connecting edge especially with something like uh, perfect blue especially with the internet thing i think is a yes. very good way of you know talking about perfect blue is a, pure. is a much more singular topic as compared to pure pure is more than pure sorry pulse pulse yep. is much more universal since the whole, whole apocalypse yes 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 Yes, I mean, uh, yeah, I I think uh, what Simon is saying, and I think I agree with this. Is Perfect Blue is also very it goes into sort of subjectivity a lot more than uh, something like uh, Pulse. I think Pulse is a much more conceptual horror where sort of you know the concept and the world building sort of are the bigger things rather than the characters in some ways. At least to me, that that's what it comes across. But anyways, this is the film I did rewatch uh, only today. and uh, it's directed by Kiyoshi Kurosawa who you know from Cure and this i think and recently he's made films which are away from the sort of horror genre i think he's made to the ends of the world i think uh, like he's more into the art house phase right now like pure pure art house character drama phase didn't he make a period film recently yeah written by uh, hamaguchi yeah 
uh, wife of he also, I think he's also a professor at Tokyo University. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is a professor, film theoretician, etc., etc. So very like you know, known. Mm, no. Uh, anyways, no, no. He is a film professor, but he's left making films. No. Yeah. No, yeah. he hasn't. I think he's he's making films. I think even now. No. That that period piece came out last year only. He retired after Turin Horse. I thought. इंटरनेट अगेन वेरी कंसाइज वेरी uh but it yes look like a what uh, 30 minute short film uh, you can argue that there are portions off. of this film you need to cut simon i think so yeah there are you can argue that anyways we will start with you because i know i think you like it the most out of us here i really like it also especially on a rewatch i know amartya has interesting things to say about it and i think i can totally understand his complaints with this one for once uh but yes but simon you first go no you you do the uh, yes so the first i started like midnight after finishing cure yes so you I decided to watch them back to back yes both of them back to back yeah depression yeah. depression phase one one <laughs> um i also faint memory i haven't rewatched it but still mm-hmm. uh so pulse at the start it, it, it was kind of interesting how the deaths were being portrayed mhm they were turning into dust or something and the whole vibe again the black hole to... black hole sort of oh. it black not black it's basically like tar like a black tar sort of imprint uh-huh. rather than a yeah dust i think yeah also this film also has jump scares but again it's very subtle or the jump scares are really well handled in this yeah well handled and especially mm. the first jump scare when the body of the first victim is discovered yes i don't that, even think i don't know if it qualifies as jump scare it's just a very good scare <laughs> like huh. like a creepy scare yeah i i wasn't expecting that i was like oh, yeah. some the like monitor it will come but no it was <laughs> yeah then the most startling effect is when they go outside and you see the whole apocalypse coming down yeah the whole tokyo has turned black they yes flee. they basically they flee japan to go to america yeah there there is suggestion i mean again spoilers suggestion is that uh, they are sort of the main character i don't know if that's the main character but anyways the idea that one of the main characters sort of you know finds a way out of the situation and sort of wants to continue their life outside of whatever's gone down in Tokyo and whatever's gone down is essentially everyone's kind of died <laughs> like that's the suggestion i think but uh, also also yeah. what kyoshi kurosawa also predicted one thing the trend of uh, liminal spaces 
Mm. Like the recent trends which are happening on Instagram, he predicted mm-hmm. is because both pure and false utilizes mm-hmm. space in a very uh, haunting manner. Yep. This captures the wide, vast spaces, and we see that one figure standing uh-huh. out of frame and slowly approaching. It's a very staple. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thing. Now it's become sort of staple. I mean, it parts of it you weirdly reminded me of David Lynch this time. Uh, Pulse. uh maybe it's just the way i think the... that's the prevalent i think that's the prevalent uh, feeling also right that thoda surrealism to hai is definitely there is david lynch hmm do now don't don't tell me that you don't like david lynch simon david lynch ke david lynch is the reason i'm walking eraser head good good chalo. i like i guess you are safe chalo <laughs> yes i can't hate david lynch although that mobile wala statement you can't watch movies in mobile eh wo to buddha wo to buddha log kehte hi rehte hain his movies are great though like malholland drive is no no i am not saying his movies aren't great That's i know i know we're but talking to the clouds it's but like we are not uh, we are not aryan or sanjeet so it's fine you are allowed yeah, to watch yeah. wherever Udna, you want but not theater ka movie ha 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 bahut paise lagte hai theater jane mein theek hai रेटिंग No, my my thing time. about no no my thing about this movie is like if okay if this was anybody else na this movie would have been kind of like a scare movie like I hmm. told you guys about 1920s में जब कोई भी technology आता था ना यार people used to make scare movies like oh my god this movie this uh, this new technology is going to harm you <laughs> this thing is going to take possession and kill you all <laughs> that stuff so. If this was any other director using the internet as some sort of a boogeyman trick to make you scared or make you angry or make yeah. you you know possess you or something, it could have backfired intensely. I think my big issue with the movie overall is the pacing of it. I think the pacing okay. of it really, really disconnected me for a while okay. because. Ah, uh, I think because there was so much melancholy and also. I think this hmm. was a how do I say this? This was an intentional choice of Kurosawa that uh, the grainy camera work. Yeah, and because I mean, whatever is, print, whatever print I saw, it's not like a restored print or anything. So it is sort of it plays into the whole, you know, it looks gr- grungier and grainier than probably your refined restoration might be. Yeah, yeah, no, I do, I no, no, I saw the I saw the restored version because there is okay. a. the hoopla version which is there which is who is mm. streaming online on hoopla the mm. hoopla version which is there it's the normal version which is thoda mm-hmm. sa blurry and everything mm-hmm. so i saw the restored version which is still okay but it's mm. still you know i mean you can understand that it is being shot on a beta max beta max tape or some shit like that the, mm-hmm. the camera work or something or like this mm-hmm. and that grainy after effect really works in the favor of putty even more of a darkened layer within it because yep. the cityscape itself the cityscape itself is how do i say this it's it's like dusty it's dark it's empty and 
and finally desolate i thought like desolate post apocalyptic really by the by the end it's becoming post apocalyptic and yeah. i think from from quite early on it feels actually this time on the second watch i was like they do the whole the world is some at some sort of you know a uh, mm-hmm. point of falling apart pretty early on and it sort of Both continues of it yeah it's very it's very fascinating to me and that's why i was saying that i needed to talk this out with people because i can't write this when i saw that mm. movie my head wasn't in the space that i was going to write anything about this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i mean i i i totally agree i mean i have seen this first time i remember i think i definitely lost it with the movie quite a bit especially when the apocalypse stuff starts and like you know they go out is the point where i was like hmm not sure about you know uh if we need it did did kurosawa need to put the stakes up because he was told to before but i'm like is this is there a studio issue that happened because there are images when they are outside and the plane crashes that look incredibly dated and fake oh yeah yeah uh, and which i'm like no, not but, against but uh, no but then again but then again it's like uh the datedness which they're talking about again the camera work itself is so grainy i think the datedness yeah. actually adds to that effect ha but uh, i feel the the loudness of the apocalyptic stuff in the end feels very much at odds with a lot of the quiet like really melancholic despair that sort of there in a lot of pulse ka thing which i think i think i think i'm i'm going to bring a very weird comparison hmm. here okay so don't kill me for this it's very I very weird comparison so uh the comparison here is uh, matrix is the batman because okay. uh, the final act of matrix the batman is the one which is being the most criticized right because mm-hmm. you know the dams break and then water completely gets into gotham city it's getting flooded mm-hmm. and everything people don't like that act because mm-hmm. they think that it's completely separate from the slow build up that the movie was taking and then suddenly the scale becomes larger and everything mm-hmm. i i both of these times i don't think i agree because okay even if i don't like pulse per se i mean i do it's again it's mm-hmm. just my brain taking a while to reconcile with what i have seen yeah. i like pulse quite a bit if i'm not mistaken even if i rewatch it more i might just grow to love it even more but mm-hmm. the point being is that the fact that they say that the cgi is dated and everything you know there is something called immersion and this mm-hmm. movie doesn't make it easy for you mm-hmm. to be immersed if i'm being very mm-hmm. honest with you mm-hmm. because there are two tracks here right there's the track of the woman who has come to the you know horticulture yeah. place and working and then this guy the, for, in my opinion the much weaker track that the is. much weaker track yeah the guy yes. goes and has a this uh, candences his friend the creepy elements are those where he sees his friend suddenly hanging by the neck and everything that yeah sharp that cuts and sudden yeah yeah, yes. yeah yeah exactly yeah those are very creepy but uh, but again those are very we can that's my big criticism of pulse mm-hmm. is that i understand what you're doing kurosawa mm-hmm. but it's like that pacing is glacial at times especially mm-hmm. especially in uh, the first track the second track is still more interesting the one where i think the second track is much better very honestly the internet uh, service provider person and the woman goes yeah. and the yeah. second like, track is better yeah the second track is bit better because the second track also has the woman actually trying to explain the thesis statement of the movie itself that you there, uh, we will talk about that yes uh, yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> it's something <laughs> yes but but yeah 
I think the movie actually starts moving and the movie becomes much more effective once it passes the hour mark because by that okay. time you start mm-hmm. to realize that something is wrong and Simon's got it. You start Oh wow. Internet yeah. horror. Yeah. Internet horror. Uh, yes. No no speak speak I'll uh, let him I'll message him and he'll join again. Are so uh, the thing about it is that how do you how do you create something like uh, putting the internet internet on focus right mm-hmm. and uh, how they are showing it i understand that the internet is dated as such i get mm-hmm. it you know because uh, world wide mm-hmm. web and everything but there are some things he got right you know mm-hmm. the fact that you have to print screen and everything you know, the confusion and all of that stuff those are the stuff that he got right yeah and then we realize that within an hour mark we slowly start to understand that those imprints that he's seeing in the computer are ghosts yeah but it is never clearly explained and i think one of the big criticisms i have is that because the camera work is so grainy what is actually happening inside the computer hmm. you can't see it's not it's not just the effect per se you can't actually see what is going on interesting okay so, no i get so what you mean so you have to focus on you have to focus on the reaction of the people who are watching those visions mm-hmm. yeah to understand yeah. what they are actually seeing so it's it's a lot of like uh, passively trying to understand what the movie is trying to say without actively sure. engaging with it until oh, it crosses the until it crosses the hour mark and by that mm-hmm. time suddenly one of the friends suddenly disappears into dust and everything yeah. and by then you realize that oh this movie is about depression Hmm. Ah, uh, depression, loneliness. This yeah. movie is okay. about depression. This movie is about loneliness. And once you hit that, that's when the locks click in, because that's what Kurosawa was... kind of is trying to say. So I'll say that I'll be in in my view. This sort of realization on the second viewing starts very early on, at least to me. It yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. So like you know, this it feels like everything from the get go is very much about. uh the loneliness and sort of you know people being disconnected from each other uh because i mean it is kind of a sort of like i don't know how i feel about the film's uh statement about the internet in many senses like i think it very much has a negative view of the internet age it's basically yeah. like you know uh i think i wrote in my story that it's like opening computer windows and then you know closing the doors to windows of actual connection between people and the whole I mean, film is Again, I'm again I'm, to be fair. Like Satoshi hmm. Kon was an Ostradamus, Kurosawa is an Ostradamus here yeah. also because this yeah. is exactly what is happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is a and reason think... why this movie. There is a reason why this movie, while exaggerated, also feels highly readable because. Oh yeah. This is, this is hmm. what is watching this movie during the pandemic must have been a gut punch. It is a very uh, in the pandemic. It must have been an absolute nightmare. Yeah, uh, it must have been a gut punch because that's what it is, right? You are looking hmm. at screens continuously, and yeah. you think you are getting connected with a lot of people, and maybe yeah. you are, but you are not actually getting connected. To that's it. the whole. I think. See, I do not like when films really overtly explain what they are about. I don't uh, think it overtly explains that. So that's that's my thing. Okay. I don't so think I think does. the I think the Harue and Kawashima's ca- uh, conversation about the grad students' miniature model of the world made on a computer is kind of very much. Oh, that yeah. This is the yeah, point. Yeah. 
I'm oh, like, yeah, if two dots get too close, they die. But if they get too far apart, they are drawn closer. And this is the way it's translated. I don't know again if that's a matter of you know subtitle translation or if it's just inherently clunky. But yeah. when it when it said, and I read it, I was like, come on, Kiyoshi, you can do better. Uh, uh, like I with mean, the dialogue. I mean- yeah i mean to a certain degree even that section itself i felt was very answered again i'm not saying that this movie is flawless i think this movie should have been cut by at least 15 minutes mm-hmm. honestly it, it should have mm-hmm. it's it's 2 hours right i think it's yeah. exactly 2 hours i think it's i mean been- so i so i'll just say that even if i'm distracted by the slight clunkiness of the dialogue and you know sometimes it over explains itself this time i was just so in awe of you you said you had an immersion immersion problem mera i think it was very easy for me to immerse myself in this it just became because again might have been because i've seen it and i was you know just keyed into been, that yeah. mood that much but when it begins and just a really uh, this desolate and sort of you know dystopian atmosphere of it and just the way yoshi kurosawa shoots this thing oh my god it's so bloody oh, yeah. good This direction in this film is absolutely sensational. This direction is, is goddamn framing. Yeah. This movie, this movie should be taught in film schools as to what the fuck a misanson actually looks. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. The way his camera moves a lot of times and shoots oh, through windows. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the way he uses land, the negative space. space. Yeah, blank space and negative space. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought this time was. I was thinking this. They see. There's this whole thing about. Uh, So this, so just to like go into slightly what the concept of the film is, uh, it's essentially these people who discover there's like this. Well, the internet's a raging thing essentially, and then on the internet they see something and they don't exactly know what to make sense of it and or how to make sense of it. Right? Uh, a couple of them sort of get that impression, and then they discover this forbidden room, which is basically an area, a physical space in which. a red tape signifies if you enter this room there are these spirits that sort of come and haunt you uh it's important to say that they haunt you and don't kill you because that's a very crucial difference i think in pulse than your other ghost movie yeah because there is no blood here uh, yeah. there is no bloody death or yeah. anything of that sort yeah uh, it's more expressionistic if you will yes thing. yes yes we <laughs> are getting up on the expression yes yes And Absolutely. yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Groove, about the clunkiness of some of the exposition because it's like there is a scene in Kawashima where Kawashima is being talked by one guy in the library. Yes, yes, that's the another student of the Harue who's like, yeah, yeah. That scene's also very odd, like oddly written. I'm like, I don't. Again, know. again, but then again, it's like since you have seen it before, now that you are immersed in it, you you feel that the exposition is actually hampering you and distracting you from the immersion. For yes. me, who was having trouble being immersed, yeah, that exposition actually helped me to, yes, you yes, know, yes, recontextualize myself. So, yeah, I can't no, exactly I, say that. Absolutely, yeah. I I understand totally what you mean, and that's probably a problem of the second watch where you sort of you know notice your word, you know about the plot, but you sort of you know, uh, Simon, you were saying something regarding you. You are saying that the loneliness part comes very clear when you are watching it second time. Yeah, but. If you are more into this indie Japanese film, mm-hmm. uh, then you will get the first. In the first watch, it is very clear how these characters are known because the arrangement mm-hmm. of the respected apartment and how desolate yes. they are. All the mm-hmm. all the, yeah, the yeah, character, yeah. Uh, the first character who dies, mm-hmm. like he hasn't 
the office he is there in his home yeah. doing something uh, doing something yeah. related to the computer or something yeah the okay. computer it, i think it begins on an image of a glitchy computer if i'm not wrong or like yes, that's yes, one yes, of the yes, first yes, images yes. right an empty room in the computer and in so that, that it, yeah and in that screen you see when you blow up the picture you see different shadows and all already appearing so this suggestion of the ghosts essentially using the internet as a portal to you know overflow into our world is sort of there uh throughout and i think on the second watch it becomes much more clear that i think there the forbidden room essentially is kind of the internet space but in like you know limited space like internet essentially is like the portal that is allowing all these spirits to essentially populate uh the spaces outside that red taped area in my opinion yes. and, and again yeah. yeah and again it's like if this was uh, any other director who made films like say sandra bullock's the net or hugh jackman's swordfish you know any of those nonsense movies which uh, thought of the internet as whatever the flying fuck they thought of so yeah. <laughs> when you make movies like that that's uh, that's when it becomes silly and on paper if you know if you read what's actually pulse is about you are going to laugh at it and you are going to yeah. just throw it away like what the flying fuck is this but i think the impression with some the movie but then you see the movie and you realize that on the surface it is a very genre thing Mm-hmm. You know the fact that he's trying to ghosts are affecting entering from the internet. But I, but Amartya, just to uh, just to add to it, I think the impression with all these films is also like the ghost will come out of the screen and actually kill you. That's the big thing, right? With these films, the assumption always comes at the fact that you know these ghosts are looking out to kill you. But I think here the distinction they make kind of clearly is that uh, the yeah. ghost itself won't kill you. uh and essentially yeah, trying to, to it's essentially trying to connect with you and which kind of makes it even sadder that you then want to connect with it but don't connect with it and then feel lonely with the people who you are with and that yes. sort of creates this and circle that, you it's just, a, it's a vicious cycle in which you yeah. lose you even which you lose your will to live more or less essentially and yes it's and that's the myth and that's the second layer in which he's trying to discuss that because this is a new technology which is supposedly going to connect to people what will happen is we, we will become alienated with the human connection yeah we will become alienated with what human connection is and that is mm. what will finally drive us off this planet because we are mm. social creatures we need human mm-hmm. connection mm-hmm. and the internet this new age thing called the internet This yes. I mean, it was a much bigger mystery at that time than it is now. But yes, so this you can also put the thing called the internet with AOL with websites. Ah, <laughs> uh, do you know the the yeah. name of the website? It's quite funny. The guy, the with Kawashima, like it's yeah. rough. I mean, it's a cheap innuendo, but it was quite funny. I loved it. Uh, but yes, uh, um, the reason why like, uh, Pulse works as this. Uh, what amartya was saying it shouldn't have worked if any other director mm-hmm. was making it mm-hmm. but another director which we just covered in this mm-hmm. episode takashi miike covered the same topic in uh, miss that miss call movie one missed call okay one it's a similar mm-hmm. a similar movie but it's mm-hmm. so bad the so okay. main difference being uh kurosawa is just he he starts off very subtly in the movie yeah. the scares are very subtle Mm. you kind of uh, relate with the characters and the loneliness but in mm-hmm. one miss call it's nothing it's just uh, cheap jump scares and some body horror 
रेक्टेंगुलर फ्रेमिंग टू दम बिकॉज कॉरिडोर के थ्रू मे स्क्रीन फ्रॉम फ्रेम विद इन फ्रेम इन ऑल दैट सो आई थिंक like it becomes more and more immersive in the way or believable in the way how these spirits are essentially entering our world because our world is essentially made in a way that you know facilitates them to enter it very easily so i think like a lot of stuff what i guess intrigued me on the second watch also comes down to how well the short compositions and short short making in this film is and uh, yeah regarding this short composition thing we mm. have to talk about the first uh, red room the, the forbidden room yes 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 yeah, yeah. it's uh, the first time uh, when we encountered the forbidden room yes the, that couch <laughs> sequence oh it's that, a that, uh, oh, that was oh yeah <laughs> and especially But, when the woman walks in and then she kind of drops herself and we see the whole yeah. expressionless face that yeah. was scary Yeah, and that it's also just like it's the fact that it he lingers on the movement of the uh, ghost. Like it's not like some jump scare. Like they don't like uh, automatically come in front of you and like uh, like scary. It just moves in a very distorted sort of way. Like it looks like a shadowy figure, and you can't define it. And, and uh, yeah. It, it oh yeah. The the way it walks and the way it speaks reminded me of David Lynch actually more than anything else. Like it, you know, it has that way of speaking. You can't like understand what they're saying. Uh, of course, you can't. They're ghosts. Yeah, uh, they are not. You are not supposed to. Right? Yes, yes, exactly. So I think uh, that's and I think this is why you can even talk about the sound design because because I, I think uh, in the sound design for this you have like uh, this consistent hum of like whatever. <laughs> Your air, condi- your air air conditioner or washing machine or whatever the sounds the no the natural sounds are there, but then they very perceptively go blank for one second, uh, mm-hmm. whenever something is happening, and then ab- then yeah, no, the, the score takes design, over. Yeah, oh. the sound design is mad here. It's like mm-hmm. it's like suddenly it just completely sucks itself out. It's like putting yeah. you in a vacuum. Yeah, and then suddenly the hum comes back again. It's like it's like you are in a server room. Yeah, and the fan is continuously moving. You know. Yes, yes, yes. That sound is consistently there, but then it completely sucks it in, and then it, it has that score which then is like very moving. It sucked out when it sucked out when they see the spirits. Yeah, because it's like they are in contact with the other dimension, and that other dimension doesn't have a sound. That's what I. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting way of thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that. Uh, I mean, I think the Harue and Kawashima relationship. is the center i don't really understand why it's centered around the other like why she are product, like the who the girl who we don't know much about michi kudo i don't know why she is a narrator essentially uh i think kawashima is kind of the person who is kind of the audience surrogate yeah i think so yeah i mean they he's also the person who doesn't like the internet right and computers so he's yeah. the one who he's basically kudo sawa he's basically yes. kudo sawa yes The yeah. only thing that separates Kyo from Pulse is Kyo is very calm. Uh, I mean, 
consistent with this narrative yeah. not not and while pulse is like you can doze off for a minute and we don't affect <laughs> i i think cure also has a very like uh, glacial pacing i don't think cure is very uh, fast paced as such i think he likes his glacial cure doesn't put the information like this is what happened cure is a lot to do with like just unknown 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 for a long time right it's the whole uh, and yeah. you don't know what happens how how he find it i mean cure's basic structure is like a serial killer thing right? yeah. so yeah so that is always kind of i would don't want to say relatable that is kind of like how you are put uh, like how you are used to in a thriller thriller stuff it's got a genre template which is more defined yeah basically suppose, yeah. and uh, pulse pulse is almost stubbornly refusing to be in anything yeah. yeah 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 until in the end when he suddenly realizes it has to be a post apocalyptic night ha and i was like hmm i don't know uh we can we go that back to the really sad horror movie gone. you were showing us yes <laughs> that shift is what i uh, also very hopeless what uh, no the in the end it's hopeful i think like in the end the ending uh-huh. message i think is hopeful uh-huh. no it's yeah. like yeah. it's yeah. like we 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 have to move on sort of like that like you know we have to keep on going regardless of you know whatever and they are not near screens so they are anyways in a better place so <laughs> then your water also interesting also interesting here's the thing uh, they are hmm. near bora bora screen big big screens but they don't have screens on the they are not in small screens because mobile yes. phones don't have bigger screens there. yes that's yes. why yes yes, yes. Oh. Yeah. because if there was an updated version of pulse half of the time people will be stuck on their screens yeah so, yeah, yeah yeah no absolutely it's from uh, there the ghost would come and try to hug you and then just take you completely yeah You know her way scene is really chilling the one where that she's looking chilling. back and forth and like you know we are yeah. moving between her actual image and the screen image of her and like you know she And then she tries to hug herself basically the oh. ending of the negative yeah very very chilling uh, how how is that cat which dies in the room shoots herself yeah ah. yes. yeah she's in the last samurai by the way she's the main actress in the last samurai wow the the one with storm cruise Tom Yeah, Tom Cruise and Kevin. Where Tom Cruise appropriates as a yeah, yeah, yeah. Japanese. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the it's not a bad movie. movie. I've not it's seen. Not it. a, it's not a bad movie. It's a good okay. movie. Just say. Huh. I've not seen. Uh, but that is not the note we want to end this discussion on. Find another note, Amartya. No, no. I can find a note. That's all the point. It's <laughs> like that. Like I really needed to talk about this movie because this movie hmm. was. Jesus Christ this movie was weird but it's but, very conceptual like i mean i can yes, understand uh, why why people will sort of you know not jive with it uh, so I like think, i was I like think, I, I was like you can treat like, this as like a you can treat this as like his thesis on you know the internet age and i'm right, like right, yeah yeah i mean yeah, this I'm movie's like, kind of like, kind of also like and i don't like the movie which i'm going to compare it to but mm. i can understand this movie's kind of like blade runner in that regard blade runner is like depiction of a future extrapolating from the time in which ridley scott is setting his movie from like ridley yeah. scott is making his movie in the 80s he's imagining a future 2040 uh, 2019 2019 or something yeah, he's yeah. in is encapsulating a future 2019 based on extrapolating from that right so that's yeah. his thesis on the future yeah this is kind of like yoshi kurosawa's perspective from the present and then focusing on what the future might be the problem yeah. is unlike ridley scott kiyoshi kurosawa is actually i don't know much more of a seer in that regard because he because he i think it's easier to be a seer when you can always see the worst worst scenarios of human beings and mm. it's like 
in this case the worst scenario is using the internet to such an extent that you completely become immersed in the zeros and ones and all the pictures and everything and forgo any sort of human connection like what we are doing while co talking with each other on screens at this point because there is no human connection here too that so is the good 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 note to end it on amartya that is the despair filled nihilistic yes. really really Uh, yeah, depressing yeah. note on which we should end this J horror episode yeah. to realize that what we are essentially doing is not connecting and just getting more immersed inside the screen. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, also, lastly, to end this whole J horror because it's now completely dead. The whole mm. yeah, which is interesting, right, Simon? Because uh, it's it just ended. Yeah, and, you know why it ended? Because we are black mirror uh, now, guys. Oh. Uh, No, I was uh, pointing uh, out uh, oversaturation. Oh come on, yeah. Black Mirror ne bhi ho. Even Black Mirror is no, no. Even Black Mirror isn't Black Mirror anymore. Black Mirror has now become nostalgia. Ho. Last. What do you mean nostalgia? अरे last season का second episode was basically about folk horror. Then another episode was about true crime. Then another episode was about this. And I'm like, what is Black Mirror? What is okay? Oh, Black Mirror is uh, conceptually interesting but badly executed uh, episodes of dystopian science fiction. It's not badly executed. I think mostly badly executed. Mostly, it's like Dhruvi is exaggerating just slightly. It's like the first two seasons, which were mainly in the BBC, those two seasons were quite good. The And UK ones, episodes, yeah, the yeah. UK ones. UK ones are all always good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Then we mm-hmm. go to Netflix, and of course, Netflix is Netflix is like the Midas touch, but in reverse, which is what it usually happens. The shitter <laughs> touch. I don't yes, know. Yes, the shitter touch. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I think I think I think my sense of humor is rubbing off on me at this point. It's no, like, I'm just I, trying to think of like you know something interesting now in terms of well, because that's the most I've thought when I've thought of Black Mirror. Uh, Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. There's this one no, episode no, I hate this... to my guts, so I'm just. I think that's turned me off. Uh, well, turned me off. Uh, no, Black Mirror talking about technology yeah. and whatever not. No, but then again, it's like Black Mirror too is not become Black Mirror anymore because right now Black mm. Mirror was supposed to talk about dystopian future. Now Black Mirror is like, oh wait, lol, our dystopian future is our present only. So let's talk about the present. And I'm like, I'm bored. I don't want to talk about the present. <laughs> I, I really don't care. <laughs> Another weird series is about love, uh, sex, robot, something. Hey, that oh. is good though. I, I disagree. It's it, it, it's interesting. I have I. I only like one of the it. shorts which I've seen from everything I've seen. Jibaro. Yes, Jibaro, which I think you recommended to me, and yeah. I was like, that that, that shit is great. That's a beautiful shot. That's such a. Beautiful Everything apart from that, I think, is basically pointless. But anyways, fine. I, I mean, all of those are indulgences, anyways. Like art yeah. house. It's like art. But indulgences. what is it? Same, slightly like dystopian. Arey, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It's like remember. Uh, of course, you won't remember. I also shouldn't remember this. But it's like uh, in the eighties, there used to be a magazine, science fiction magazine called Heavy Metal, which is still running today, by the way. Okay, which used to publish uh, science fiction short stories and science fiction comic books mm-hmm. of weird, backsheet nature. Some mm-hmm. of them were soft porn also. So it's like. Which may have na thoda wo bhi. Ah, so basically, those who those who are making these love death and robots, they hmm. grew up what they grew up reading heavy metal, and then in the eighties a heavy metal movie also came. Okay, hmm. basically anthology science fiction movie of batshit nonsensical science fiction shit. Hmm. So people saw that and people were like, 
Oh my god, dude, it's metal. Let's watch this shit. It's more metal. And I'm like, okay, hold on. So they grew up watching that stuff and then they saw and then they were like, we need more stuff like that. So you know, that's art. So we got But this. yeah, it also plays into Simon, I think bite-sized ka thing, no? It's like 20-20 minutes when niptar kuch like that type. And Netflix yeah. loves to do all that uh nonsense. So but yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll probably get it's the whole cyclical thing. We'll probably get a resurgence of some other type of horror at some point in time. Like I feel is what Amartya Singh is true. So, what for like dystopian? The world only is dystopian. What will you make? Utopian sci-fi? Who will watch that? One path. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like horror is generally, if you see, it's dead. In in I don't see horror. Coming into the mainstream again. Mainstream? Uh, Why you have conjuring and all that? The nun also made money. Like, I, don't, like, I don't know about that, Simon. I think horror is having a resurgence now. People are watching a lot more horror than they used to before. Uh, streaming service. Yeah. So, uh, critical acclaim. Why? I think more critical. I think I actually think horror films get more. I mean, they get overpraised, I think, at some times. Nowadays, I just think because... horror movies, yeah, I think horror movies now also now are getting much more, you know, a fair balancing act more or less. Before that, they were like cult favorites and everything. Nowadays, yeah, you are right about that though. They most of them sometimes get overplaced. And I'm like, eat na bhi kuch rehi tha, bhai, chill out. So yeah. yeah. And a night of the hunter be same now. Oh no, no, no. Oh no, 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 no. That doesn't that is not included in this. Sorry, sir. Only only <laughs> one thing is uh, remarkable is a love hate wala story. That is very much remarkable. Why? That entire cartoon sequence, cartoon, not even cartoon, we, sequence of the, we are not going to defend. We don't go, in, yes, yes. I mean, you will have to uh, formulate a full length argument about this and then come to us. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also need to rewatch it, but I do remember really liking uh, Night of the Hunter. Anyways, no more hot takes, Simon, for this episode. Another episode for that, uh, mm-hmm. in which you can bash Hiroshima Monomore uh, again. Uh, but oh, uh, yes. no, 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 no! I said you in that episode, not here, <laughs> not here. We'll do a whole episode like full of hot takes. Nobody is going to, nobody is going to listen, or maybe they might. You know, you have no. They will listen. That, that they will the listen, best. and then uh, then never listen. That will they that they'll <laughs> after you that. Only the live stream for that. That 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 is, is live stream material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is ultimate live stream material. Yeah, sab galia rehenge usi time pe simultaneously. ऑफ yeah we miss this movie this is a horror movie but it doesn't feel like a horror it doesn't feel like a horror movie but it is very weird it is mm. very very weird movie so what's that 
Criterion channel. Also, Criterion also, sponsor, uh, fun fact. Uh, House was the response of uh, Steven Spielberg's saw. What he made? Poltergeist. Jaws. 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 Okay. Obayashi was uh, told to make something like Jaws, and he made House. Okay, interesting. I am sorry, Simon, but that is such a weird response to a shark movie. Come on, <laughs> that movie can't be a response to a shark movie. I, I, love Jaws. I love Jaws. I love Jaws. I love Jaws, by the way. Yeah, I the same. Jaws, I love. Yeah, I think all. I love Jaws, but House is weird. I can't hmm. imagine that movie being a response. Ah, Jaws is not weird. Jaws is just amazingly well done filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, basically House alien. This is House is also great. I'm not saying okay. House is great, but House is very weird. I will so, watch it. Sometime. Yeah, House is very weird. And then, uh, as for J horror as such. You know the '90s. You heard. Do not go into the ring and the grudge sequel because if you go through that rabbit sequels, hole, then too you'll have to go through all of them, sort of like that. Yeah, right. then uh, that's that's another rabbit hole. You do not want to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the meekest stuff you can check out. Itchy the killer. Imprint, imprint. Check out imprint. That imprint. Yeah, your that will scar your mind forever. Try not go and check out Visitor Q because that did scar me in a way which I didn't like. Uh, Visitor Q was a response to pa- Pierre Paolo Pasolini's theorem. Um, I have not seen that, but now you have made me, you have discouraged me from seeing it. Uh, no, no, why you should watch? No, no, I'll I'll watch Pasolini, but this is not a good uh, sign. Whatever you have said about it, <laughs> I am Mikael. उसकेरोड Yeah. Also, yes, fell off. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Just got a very eclectic filmography. Like I was looking at all of his titles because I was so impressed with like Pulse's direction. I was like, I want to watch his other movie. I know his writing is probably not as strong as his direction, but uh, I wanted to watch his other films. And I was like, I don't know where to watch. There's so many movies to watch from him. Um, so something like I, I actually have a J horror recommendation. It's a pretty good movie. I didn't. I liked it. This is a. Uh, Nakata's only the guy who made uh, Ringu, Dark Waters. I think or oh, Dark, Dark Water. Water. Dark, yeah, yeah. Dark. It has a similar edge to Ringu, and it's very tragic actually. Uh, it has it has one of those uh, Guillermo type, uh, Guillermo del Toro type of you know fairy tale, dark fairy tale horror sort of like that. So yeah, that was pretty good. Also, the premise is very uh, uh, unique. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah true, true. चलो ठीक है दैट्स अबाउट इट फॉर 
uh i think we recommend all of them i mean we definitely recommend all of them actually uh to some degree they are very innovative they also some of them are i think very, very emotional sorry very wild very emotional very wild very emotional very visceral uh and uh, yeah i think we sh- we shall yeah. convene again next time for some other uh, horror discussion i don't know oh i know which one we we will convene uh, the next one is lake mango and possession because those two requests i had gotten on instagram to discuss so that is my totally my jam uh, at least one lake of them mango is possession and uh, we'll select a third one uh, if you guys don't mind i'll push you to watch under the skin but i think you guys will mind so i will tell you to watch something else oh, i i will watch no no i won't mind uh, it's glazer right i will watch jonathan glazer yeah, yeah. but we'll see we'll we might program something hmm like jonathan glazer going from under the skin to what he made zone of interest but i am pre- pretty sure he'll do a but he's made a lot of leaps he's done uh, sexy yeah, beast which is of, uh, yeah a lot of leaps he's only made three movies now yeah but he's dabbled in different genres out of like that i mean birth is slightly a ghost story sexy beast is not a ghost story it's like a sexy proper crime thriller gangster gangster yeah. yeah zone of interest i'm pretty sure simon will have a horror edge to it uh acquired i think zone of interest is more like wo existential creepy unsettling part ah, unsettling creepy. only unsettling yeah. only yeah 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 anyways but and there are the options biggest, biggest disagreement is also coming that palmador winner for what create. anatomy of a fall ah some of you will like that i'll hate it it's why will you hate it it's out of my area kya i don't hey oh okay okay <laughs> hmm i don't know about that i need i want to watch it it uh, seems interesting i'm also into like court drama so i have to watch the mutiny trial first so uh oh uh, you haven't seen that What sir that? i haven't seen anything contemporary we have discussed this uh, contemporary ha uh, uh, but but we will we will essentially come with those two movies definitely and i will mm-hmm. ask some people who uh, if they want to recommend me one other art house movie so that we can get a nice trifecta of uh, maybe we can do don't look now if you guys are fans of don't look now oh uh, peter uh, no 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 that's not peter yeah nicholas rogue no and nicholas rogue yes, yes. Mm-hmm. we can do that we'll see we'll see we'll see anyways uh thank you so much for listening you can follow us on uh, spotify you can follow us on instagram on queen is dead film podcast uh, spotify you can please rate us like uh not not like rate us follow us and everything and please do answer our questions or polls whatever we put out it'll be interesting it's informative for us what we can do next and what we should do next uh, you can follow all of us on instagram and letterbox all of those details will be in the description thank you so much for listening and is there a japanese way of saying goodbye sayonara mm. yeah sayonara then yes khatam <laughs>